the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, everyone. This is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. Today, we're actually on the island of Aegina uh, in Greece. So we're staying at the hotel, and the hotel's name is? Aeginitico Archondico. But to make life easier, it's Mrs. Rena's B&B. Yes. <laughs> so we're here at the B&B, and it's old. It was built in the 1700s, so you will probably hear mopeds going by, cars going by, squeaky floor. The heater. People talking in the background. So we'll try to keep it quiet, but uh, I'm not sure how quiet it will be. And... We're here on the island, so we're going to be, we're actually co-hosting... The Global Ayurveda Conference, the biggest Ayurveda conference in Greece to this date. Yes, and this conference is going to be on Ayurveda, Yoga, and Spirituality. It's March 1st through 3rd. But today's podcast is not so much about that as it is about the history of the island of Aegina and why they thrived. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. So did you subscribe? <laughs> Always the first question to ask. Yes. We're on the island of Aegina, which is the closest island to the mainland Greece, to Piraeus. Yes, it's uh, actually just over an hour boat ride from Piraeus. And it is northwest, eh, southwest. Southwest. <laughs> southwest. And we're staying here at Mrs. Rena's B&B. Uh, it's one of the oldest uh, structures that is still here. Actually, the president of Greece stayed here. He stayed nearby. Nearby? Uh, okay. Yeah, the, at the building. Um, it's called uh, the Tower of Marcellus. That's just outside Mrs. Rena's B&B. You can see it right there. Yes. We'll put a picture of it on yep. the Facebook group because yep. it's beautiful. And uh, this, uh, this island's been around forever. Yes. So, Sophie, since you're Spartan, Yes. And this was actually sort of founded by Sparta. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit of the history of this island? Well, the way to think of the island of Aegina is everybody, everybody knows Sparta and Athens. Yes. Uh, so the the island of Aegina is just a, it's that third power that was making everything happen behind the scenes. It's like that quiet person who nobody really knows about, but makes everything happen. Nice. And uh, Aegina was, well, they have found evidence that the first inhabitants were here around 3500 BC. Wow. That's like five and a half thousand oh. years ago. And that uh, is that uh, right over, right down the road. Yes. So you can almost <laughs> see it from the hotel. Yes, and you see it from the port as you pull into the island. It's on your left-hand side, yes. correct? Yes, yes. Where, when they back in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the, the Temple of Apollo, everybody knows it as the Temple of Apollo, but... We know it differently it, because they yes. just found uh, this year, uh, what, the temple of, of... Poseidon and of Artemis. 
And we'll put pictures up on that too. But go ahead. Uh, So that's what they have found evidence. And they also found evidence that um, uh, the Minoans were here or that Aegina was doing business with the Minoans, which makes sense based on what we'll say, and the Mycenaeans. And the Minoans and the Mycenaeans were two amazing ancient civilizations. Uh, The Minoans were on the island of Crete and the Mycenaeans were in the mainland Greece. Now you're saying did business. This island was mainly a commerce. Yes, it was shipping, trading and some farming, of course, uh, for, you know, for the everyday needs. But it was shipping and uh, trading. And uh, this area, uh, there's discussions but this mm-hmm. is one of the two places that they say made the first coin yeah there are it's there is no discussion the first <laughs> coin was created on the island of Aegina. okay <laughs> they, they were silver coins they were created in 650 bc and uh, the uh, one face of the coin has the turtle because the turtle was the symbol of poseidon End of story. End of story. Okay. So they had the yeah. uh, the coins here. And also they were the first to come up with a way to measure weight and uh, dimensions. And those measurements... So they started UPS and federal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, because they had to ship product, uh-huh. right? Uh, and those measurements became the standard all over Greece and the rest of Europe. Wow. Yeah, pretty brilliant people. They were explorers. So we get here by jumping on a boat, one of two types of boats, either yeah. a ferry, which takes about an hour and 15 minutes, or what they call a flying dolphin, which is... A hydrofoil. Hydrofoil, yeah. and that takes, what, about 45 For, minutes? Yes, but it's smelly. Yeah, it's smelly. Uh, so you can take either way, mm-hmm. and I would suggest doing both ways because the uh, hydrofoil is actually very cool to fly. Yeah, it yeah. is fun. Yeah. So... Uh, you get off at the port, uh-huh. and literally you're at the biggest town on the island. Yes. How big is the island? Uh, the island is uh, about uh, 33 square miles, not even 34. And uh, think think of it as uh, like an upside-down triangle. Uh, so the width is about nine miles, uh, and the height is about six miles. So it's not like a perfect triangle. That's why this, the area is not the half times base times height. Okay, she's geeking out a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, but speaking of geeking out a little, uh-huh. this island has two major triangles though, involved in it, right? Well, the Temple of Aphea. Which or, is on the island. Which is on the island, which is also referred to as the Temple of Athena. And uh, some people say that it could be the temple for Artemis as uh, she was worshipped in Crete. Because remember, they were communicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that temple, which was built uh, about uh, 480 BC, forms two sacred triangles, two isosceles triangles. And uh, the one triangle is with um, the Parthenon mm-hmm. and uh, the Temple of uh, Poseidon. Uh, no, the Temple of Apollo in Delphi. Okay. 
the Parthenon and the Temple of Apollo in Delphi. And the other triangle is with the Temple of Poseidon outside Athens and the Temple of Ephesus ah. in Athens. Okay, so those are two triangles that yes. they did thousands of years ago. Exactly. Building this. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. They had measurements, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> so and uh, the Temple of Aphea is yes. about what? About uh, not even a twenty-minute car drive from this yes. this town. It's it's very easy to get to, and it's it's just amazing. It's right there, you know, in the middle of nowhere. You see that amazing temple, and they say that Parthenon was actually modeled after the Temple of Aphea. So this is actually more older than, yes, in, yes. than Athens. Yeah. Yes. So there's also a writer that uh, lived here for many years. A modern day writer uh, of the, the early, the mid 1900s, Kazantzakis, Nikos Kazantzakis. And you probably, you may not recognize his name, but you will probably recognize uh, the life of Zorba the Greek and The Last Temptation of Christ. Were two of his books that yes. turned into movies. He wrote a lot of he, different books, but those were two main books. Uh, books that he wrote that yes. turned into movies. And he was very well known uh, outside Greece, and he was actually nominated a few times uh, for the Nobel Prize. I think nine. Nine, uh, yeah, nine times. Yep. And he his home is about seven, eight minutes from this hotel? Yes. Yep. And that's where he loved to spend uh, a lot of time because uh, he was isolated from the rest of the world. And he, he didn't like people very much. <laughs> so, so he stayed pretty yes. quiet. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he had a beautiful view. A beautiful view, amazing view, very inspiring. Yeah, so, so that's two of the things that you can see on this island. We also talked a little bit about the Temple of Apollo, which is everybody knows. Right yes, and there is here. an amazing museum there. Yes. And it's, uh, it's, it's very small, but it is extremely unbelievable, uh, the, the stuff that it has there, how old everything is. And one of the things that I, I noticed when we went to it was mm -hmm. right when you walk through the gate, yeah. you pay your get in the yeah, door. Four euro or six yep. euro, it depends. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're closed on Mondays. Yes. <laughs> no, that yeah. for sure. But you pay and then you turn around and there's a mosaic on the ground. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, you probably can say more about that. <laughs> so it's actually a Jewish It's a Jewish, yeah, mosaic. I can tell you that Yep, much. and uh, they found it while they were clearing up the thing. So mm -hmm. this area had so many different cultures coming here. Yes, yeah. And uh, the well, it was it was come it was trade, right? It was trade and shipping, and they were very open to the rest of the world. They they didn't well they liked to explore themselves, but they were very open to other people coming here. And uh, actually, they were the people came here not just from the Sparta area, but also from North Greece. And those are the ant people. Ah, they refer the, to as the Myrmidones, and we'll tell the story of how yep. they, they appeared. But they were open to all different cultures because they, they were about learning. That's why they were actually, they, they had alliances, they had the political alliances and uh, 
city-state alliances with other parts of Greece, because Greece wasn't one entity then. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of many little city-states. So they were working with everyone they could, except the Athenians. <laughs> they, they tried to work with them. But, but they never really work out so, well. yeah, So it makes sense that that mosaic is here, because that's the story of Aegina. And actually, even today, a lot of the residents of the island are from uh, outside Greece. A lot of artists. Yes, I, I noticed we met, uh, last time we came here, we met uh, a lot of people from Italy. Exactly, a lot of people from Italy, uh, people from uh, UK, uh, people from Switzerland. France. France, yeah. Uh, the very first, the very first secondary uh, education school of, uh, of Greece, of free Greece in 1830, uh, probably a couple of years earlier, was uh, created by a Swiss banker who donated because he loved this place and he believed that education was very important for this place. Very nice. It's pretty unbelievable. So, we're going to be right back because I want to talk about Achilles. <laughs> and when Zeus had an affair. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. Explore, embrace, learn, achieve. What do you mean by that? That's the motto of the island. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually our motto for our website. Yes, for the Spartan Mind Strength. And the reason why this area did do so well, they did thrive, was because they did those. Yes, and they also had reverence for a higher power, reverence for the gods of the time. They believed that their good fortune, them thriving, was due to the help of the gods. So that's why the, the Temple of Athea, they built it right after they defeated the Persians, um, along with the rest of the Greece, the Battle of Salamina. Uh -huh. yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that they did, but that, how the island actually was supposedly created. Yes. <laughs> starts off with every good Greek story. Zeus had an affair. So please, tell us about the affair. Uh, well, uh, uh, the, the name of the island used to be Inoni. It was not Aegina, but Zeus had an affair with the nymph Aegina, who was uh, the daughter of the river Asopos, the river god Asopos. So Zeus uh, turned into an eagle and abducted... Which, by the way, you see a lot of eagles here. Exactly, you do. And uh, abducted uh, Aegina and brought her uh, to the island, to this island, which was called Inoni. And Aegina gave birth to a son whose name is Eakos. And uh, uh, the 
and so as Eakos uh, grew older, Ney and became the first king of this island and named the island Aegina in honor of his mother. Yeah. And Eakos became immortal, which is key because when Hera found out about Zeus's wife, about Zeus's wife found out about the affair, sent a plague. A plague. plague. <laughs> a plague <laughs> to the island and everybody died except Eakos. And uh, Eakos then begged Zeus. He went up to the top of the mountain where exactly. Zeus's temple is, which we've actually hiked before. It's yes. a beautiful, beautiful yes. view. And uh, he begged for people. people. Yes. And Zeus said something to that uh, you will have as many people as the ants next to you. Yes, on uh, the oak tree, yes. and uh, those and uh, became people, and they were referred to as Myrmidones, and they were very, very resilient. And those, just like ants. Just like ants, exactly. And those Myrmidones also made up Achilles's army because Achilles is the grandson of Eacos. Yes, so he was. He came from this island. Exactly. Exactly, and was all about resilience, which also is part of what this island is good at. And actually, Achilles was taught by about medicine, wasn't he? Yes, by Chiron, who is the se the centaur, mm -hmm. and who is the centaur who also taught Asclepios, the demigod, the son of Apollo. And Asclepios was on this island a lot because this island was a colony of Sparta and Epidavros, which was Asclepios' uh, original home, they say. So this island has a lot to offer, and we haven't even touched uh, what else you can see on this island. There's the olive trees the ancient olive grove and what are what do they name that now it's got a fancier it, name it's called the natural monument the natural monument of athena and that's the some of the trees have been uh, marked as being like two thousand years exactly. old exactly uh, olive trees and they still give fruit <laughs> they still give fruit yes and then there also is what else is on this island uh the monastery of saint Nectarius, yes which is also very very important a modern day saint of yep. the 20th century but to hear about those two stories, you're going to have to come to our Spar Facebook group. Spartan Mind Strength Facebook group. Because we're running out of time. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. May we all be well and thrive. Namaste Kala. Namaste Kala. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both, and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.